Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have a new national cybersecurity strategy, opioid manufacturers ducking liability, ESG retirement plan consideration updates, and a racial bias claim against the NFL. Let's play ball where ball is today's legal news. The Biden administration is set to release a new national cybersecurity strategy that places blame on software manufacturers and device makers for cybersecurity breaches rather than companies that are hacked. The strategy asserts that software makers should be held liable when they fail to live up to their duty of care to consumers, businesses, and critical infrastructure providers. The administration commits to work with Congress and the private sector to develop legislation establishing liability for software products and services. The new strategy also promises a stronger stance against ransomware and seeks to expand minimum cybersecurity requirements for critical infrastructure sectors. The administration hopes its plan will force companies to improve security standards and shape market forces. The strategy is ambitious, and achieving the most significant goal of protecting Americans from hackers may take as long as a decade. The administration may also face challenges in advancing legislation and regulation due to the power of big tech companies. A jury has found that two of the United States' largest medical distributors, McKesson and Cardinal Health, and a third regional distributor were not liable in a lawsuit brought against them by 21 relatives from six families of those addicted to prescription opioids in Georgia. The plaintiffs had filed the suit under a rarely used state law that permits relatives of people addicted to drugs to sue drug dealers. This was the first lawsuit to come to trial brought by individual victims of the opioid epidemic against pharmaceutical companies. The outcome of the case illustrates the difficulties victims of the opioid crisis have had in getting compensation from the pharmaceutical industry, despite its pledge of billions of dollars to state and local governments. The pharmaceutical industry has committed more than $50 billion so far to settle lawsuits over its role in the opioid epidemic but the families of people who died or still struggle with addiction have gotten almost none of it. The money pledged by manufacturers, distributors, and national pharmacy chains is earmarked for prevention and treatment programs in the states, municipalities, and tribes that filed thousands of opioid-related cases, not victims and victims' families. In a follow-up story from yesterday, the U.S. Senate has voted to block a Labor Department rule that permits retirement plan managers to factor in environmental and social considerations into their investment decisions. The vote came a day after the House approved the measure, and both are part of a broader Republican strategy to challenge President Biden's policies as extreme liberalism. The Biden administration has implemented the rule to counter a Trump-era regulation that limited retirement and pension plans from considering climate change and other social issues in their investment strategies. The resolution could now face a veto from President Biden, who is expected to veto the bill, according to his advisors. Republicans have criticized the ESG, and that's Environmental, Social, and Governance, principles which have led to divestment from the fossil fuel industry, stating that companies should prioritize profits rather than social causes, which could jeopardize tax revenues and jobs. Democrats have argued that the rule is neutral and does not mandate any action by investors and advisors, who would still be free to disregard ESG principles when they decide how to allocate money. A U.S. judge has ruled that the National Football League and three of its teams must face claims of systematic discrimination against black coaches in open court. The lawsuit was filed by Minnesota Vikings defensive coordinator Brian Flores, who alleges racist hiring practices within the NFL. Flores is seeking to force the NFL to implement changes, including requiring teams to explain hiring and termination decisions in writing. The case has been sent to private arbitration for some elements, including Flores's retaliation claim against the Miami Dolphins, but the claims of racial bias will proceed to a jury. The NFL denies the allegations of racial discrimination and argues that the case should be dismissed due to lack of merit or sent to arbitration based on the coach's employment contracts. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes, 
If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. It is worth noting that as we record, esq.social is subject to a denial of service attack and is down. We are working as quickly as possible to resolve the issue and hope by the time you're hearing this, we're back up. But anyway, reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in the story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQ Cast network of podcasts and streams on esqstream.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of minimum competence.